Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And a very good morning to you. Welcome to the show, Breakfast with Patton Heels. It's Wednesday, 24th of January. Heels and I am surrounded by heat merchandise. Once again, Patty, it's on. The chairman has raided... Raided the merchandise locker at the heat. Uh, you've got Vanessa dressed up. Yes. Yeah, she's ready to go as well. Oldie and a goldie. Mm. Vanessa's wearing. She's wearing a WBBL strip with the, uh, you know, older, you know, sponsors. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she's hung on to that one really well. Okay, so you'll be fixing that up, hopefully, no, the, the new no, one for her? No, I don't, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I haven't raided anything, man. I just had to wash my jacket and my, my shirt. And put it back on. Well, we can they see keep who, making finals. We can see who runs this show because you've declared eight until nine the hour of power for the heat. Eight hour, yes. So we have the coach. We, we have found Josh Brown, have we? Yes, Brownie <laughs> woke up and sorry, sorry, he's a bit worried. I, mean, I did send him a text threatening the axe. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mention that. So uh, yes, Brownie, he says, yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, but mate, I had trouble sleeping, so. I'm, I'm imagining he took a long time to get to sleep and mm. he's just crashed finally. And now he's in Sydney. So, uh, But, you know, when someone takes such big risks against such good bowling mm. and makes it look easy, it's not going to be terribly consistent. You can't keep doing that as successfully as he did two nights ago. So yeah. the the rest of the boys, get ready. You might have a, a, a lot more work to do on your plate tonight if Brownie doesn't come off. Yeah, well, I mean, they've got a good attack to the Sixers. This is, of course, the BBL final that we're mm. talking about at the SCG tonight. Hills is jumping a, a plane straight after the show to get down there in his role as chairman of the Heat. Yeah, oh, what an important role. I've got to sit there all night. That's <laughs> in a, it. In a private box. <laughs> Watch the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, then I'll get back for uh, tomorrow. No, I won't get back for tomorrow's show. I'll do tomorrow's show from Sydney, Patty, yep, okay. in the studio, and then I'm going to re- get back in time to commentate at the Gabba oh, for SEN. Test match tomorrow. Well, we Starts got... at two. My flight lands at one. Okay, well, I'm you've... trying to get it put back. You have rated that uh, that contact book of yours because you've got Josh, we've got Wade Seckham in the hour of heat power from 8 o'clock, yes. and we've also, you've also tracked down Manus. Manus, so yes. Manus is going to have a chat. He'll be... Glued to the heat tonight, like everyone yeah. else in Brisbane. Well, I just see Kemar Roach on the uh, television um, right now as we're looking at the news, the Fox News, and he he got three for 18 in the final for the heat, the first championship we ever won, yeah. the only one we've ever won. How many, how many franchises have won more than one premiership? Sixers, Scorchers. Mm. Adelaide? No, I win. I win some, Pat, today. <laughs> um, no, that's all. Sixes and scorches. Oh, really? The only ones who won more than one. Yeah. So come on, we can be the latest. Okay. I think 
two two scary bowlers for the Sydney Sixers. For me, Ben Dorshus. Yep. You know, if the Brisbane Heat ever tried to uh, recruit him, there's no way he'd come to us. There's ten wickets he's going to miss every year by playing for the Heat. He normally gets five against us every time he plays us. <laughs> so we've got to outlast Dorshus and Steve O'Keefe in his last game. They're all going to be pretty pumped. He bowls at the front. He can bowl right. in the middle when they're under pressure. And he can bowl at the end. He's been unbelievable. So, so I'd like you know, you know Kuhneman, for example, Matty Kuhneman, to really have his as his figurehead, as his idol in the future. What he did in T Twenty cricket, Steve O'Keefe, yep. Matty Kuhneman can do and emulate. So that would be good. But then the rest of them, I think we can cover them off. You know, Sean Abbott has his nights, but um, Jack Edwards, mm. uh, Todd Murphy might play for them. I, I think, and Hayden Kerr. We've got them covered. Come yeah, on, look, I'm, I'm wanting Brown to be still there when O'Keefe gets on because, you know, he, he really took to the spinners the other night, didn't he? Yes. and um, uh, Yeah. Um, O'Keefe Boyce, can, and, Boyce and uh, Pope. You might get your wish if O'Keefe takes the first over. Yeah, you might. <laughs> you, he's still in. Yeah. Paddy will be happy. <laughs> he hasn't placed the ball yet. but uh, So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Someone's got to go long. All right. Well, as I said, we've uh, dedicated virtually the last hour of the show to the Heat. We'll have the coach and we'll have uh, our hero from the other night at Carrara, Josh Brown. We have found him. Um, you can join us on the open line right the way through the show this morning. Thirteen thirteen fifty five is that number. Or the text line is 0467 736 736. And we're here. Heels, brand new sponsors this year. MFP Easy. They've been voted Queensland's best fibreglass pool builder. Heard that they've been advertising quite a bit all around. So good on F- MFP. Okay. They're attacking. Yeah. And, of course, Hyundai, who've been with us for a long time now. Hyundai, the SUV sale, that big sale event is on right now. So BBL day, BBL final day, uh, test match tomorrow. we get the, the latest from Manus on Travis Head. Of course, he's been battling a, a little bout of COVID. So, uh, have you, have, do you think we've got Renshaw tonight? Well I, well, I was hoping the chairman might be able to inform <laughs> us and keep us informed. <laughs> well, once again, we haven't read much about it, so yeah. he's probably there like he was the other night. Well, on test eve. But yeah, it's hard, isn't it? What time do we start tomorrow at the Gabba? Two. Two o'clock. Okay. It's test eve, but he's only the concussion substitute. Yeah. Like he's not, uh, he's in the squad. He's not actually in the 11 at this stage, mm. unless something happens today. Uh, well, they'll drag him straight away. So, yeah, tough tough ask if you're preparing for a, a white ball T20 final and then the next day you, you, you're getting back to the red ball. Uh, no, well, it's a pink ball, isn't it? Day-nighter. Yeah. Day-nighter with plenty of grass on the wicket, plenty of humidity, which means the ball might swing and uh, tough for the batsman. Yeah, well, Pat Cummins was asked in his traditional uh, you know, match eve press conference uh, about the effects of this being a pink ball test. Oh, it does. I think probably more for the batters. Um but a little bit for the bowlers as well. It's kind of the ball feels a little bit different in the hand. Over the course of, kind of 80 overs, the ball does um, go through different periods. There's, there's times where it feels like it just starts seeming around and suddenly it goes flat for a while. Um, but, you know, it's still cricket. It's, it's not a hell of a lot different to, to other test matches. Mm. He gave us an update too on Travis Head, who was due in Brisbane in the last, you know, 12, 24 hours. That's what made me ask about Renshaw. You know, when you were talking about Travis, I went, I threw straight back to Renshaw. Remember, he was sitting in his own dressing room in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, with COVID. Now, (laughs) Travis might be on the deck. Well, uh, the the skipper gave us an update on his star batter. COVID's back. Um, Yeah, Travis. Travis fine. So I think he's he's flying up or might even be here at Brisbane um, now. 
he's yeah feeling fine so he'll he'll 100 play um should be negative kind of hopefully today or tomorrow um but even if he's positive he can go and sit on on the edge of the field by himself waiting the bat <laughs> <laughs> what i don't think yeah, yeah, well, there well, are fun. three there are three dressing rooms underneath All at right. the gabba so maybe he'll have one and uh, hey can someone give me some lollies and they leave it at the door. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but the cricket, as Paddy said there, cricket, um, it's cricket, pink ball cricket and day-night tests, but it's different. There's three different stages every day. Afternoon play, yep. then evening play when it's, you know, and you've got to try turning. to get a new ball in your hand then, and then night, night. In the last half an hour, if you've got fresh bowlers, Steaming in with a brand new ball, look out. Yeah. So, yeah, you, the timings of test match play are different to a normal day. Hey, we're talking to Travis Head. He'd be pretty chuffed this morning. Um, the press release not long issued. Uh, in fact, about five o'clock this morning, the ICC have mm. named their teams of the year. And this Righto. is, you know, more just celebratory type stuff. But not surprisingly, the ICC men's test team of the year includes five Aussies. So yes. Pat Cummins has been named skipper. Mitchell Stark gets a spot. Usman is in for his unbelievable year. Travis Head is in. And Alex Carey is the wicketkeeper in the Test Team of the Year. Um, now, in the Men's ODI Team of the Year, Hills, we've got a couple, Head and Zampa. So Travis Head has, uh, has backed on up. Mm. But yeah, we got harshly treated there. Yeah, no Maxi. No, Given so his performance, it, it'll be very objective. This voting, it'll be on statistics through the whole year. It'll be the voting academy, which is massive. There, I used to be part of that. I used to do a bit of that. No. You'd get all the reams of statistics. So you, the tendency is, if you haven't seen a, a a player play, like I don't know some of the T Twenty uh, players that are in the T Twenty team, and Mark Chapman for New Zealand, for example, I don't know exactly what he's done, but. Those statistics would tell you how good a year he's had. Now, have the statistics been impactful or have they been just statistics? Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think we got hard done by as the team who won the World Cup in one day. Yeah, and we haven't, we haven't made – we haven't got one player named in the men's T20 side. We've got a player from Uganda. You've got a couple from Zimbabwe, one from Ireland. You would have thought there was an Aussie made us just creep his way into there. In the women's, the ODI team of the year, plenty of Aussies. Litchfield, Perry, Mooney, who's the keeper, Gardner and Sutherland. <laughs> So we've got a strong representation of five there in the women's ODI team of the year and in the women's T20 team of the year, Mooney Perry, Gardner and Megan Schutt. So Phoebe Litchfield, what a year. Yeah. What a year she got in there. And guess I, I met her auntie. Guess where I met her auntie? Where? <laughs> in the waves at Burley. <laughs> <laughs> she, and I, I quickly covered up a bit. <laughs> did, she, did she know that she was in, pre, in presence of the king, the king of Burley or...? Yeah, well, no, she's just another one on the in the queue. She lined, <laughs> she lined up in the wake and just sort of said, oh, hi, I'm Phoebe Litchfield's yeah. auntie. And, um, yeah, she's having a great year. And now what follows when you're Australian test captain? You played golf with one of, with one of our greatest test captains oh, yesterday. Yes. We will talk about that in a second. I bashed him too. But, <laughs> did you? But um, um, when, when you have the test skipper with microphones in front of him, naturally he was asked about everything. So Glenn Maxwell's name did pop up after the incident in Adelaide where apparently alcohol got the uh, the better of him and uh, he uh, he fainted or passed out and needed to be taken to hospital. He was asked about Glenn Maxwell. You know, we, we're all adults. And part of being an adult is, uh, yeah, you make your own decisions. And, um, 
yeah, I suppose in, in terms of this actual incident, you know, obviously wasn't on tour with Australia. I was over there for a private event, so I wasn't with the cricket team. So um, it's a little bit different, but um, absolutely. Anything, decision you make, you've kind of got to own it and be comfortable with it. Mm. Yeah, very strong and clear comments. Yeah. And he continues to make them and he makes them regularly throughout uh, tours and mm. pre-tours and pre-series. Well, he, he insisted, you know, they're all adults, let's state the obvious there, but he said they, they're expected to own their actions, which I, and, you know, he, he did stipulate that he wasn't there as part of the uh, of the team. I mean, they'd just come off a test and apparently quite a few of the test players and the West Indies players were in the crowd to watch Six and Out, which is Brett Lee's band. Um, and, you know, he, he stipulated, but, yeah, that's the way that Cummins runs the show. Yeah. You own your actions. You're all adults. He naturally, too, was dragged into the Australia Day debate. My personal opinions is, uh, you know, I absolutely love Australia. I think it's the best country in the world by a mile, and I think we should have an Australia Day, but um, I think we can probably find a, a more appropriate day to, to celebrate. In particular, a sport like cricket, which has such diversity, and you get a good spectrum of um, just the community, I think, and, and a good um, good feel for what the community um, kind of expects. So, yeah, knowing a couple of those, you know, players that you mentioned, you, you hear the stories and their feelings, um, so I think it does, yeah, gather extra importance. Something like Jan 26, it does mean some, something different to different people. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a tough day for some. So Australia Day is meant to be a celebration of, of everything Australia in our history. I, I think we could choose a better date. Okay, yeah, once again, he's got his adult pants on, eh? Yeah. They're, they're great comments, really, really good comments. And all these advisory committees we have around sport as well as society and the government, they've got to come up with a date. Come on, give us an, give us what you want. Well, it didn't go quite as well for the CEO. So Nick Hockley, and we've taken this from 2GB, we thank them for it, he clashed heavily with, with Ben Fordham yesterday. Well, Ben clashed. Yeah. Nick just decided I don't have to answer that again. I thought he was very good. Okay. Well, this was... Um, many Australians celebrate Australia Day and absolutely love watching the, the cricket on, on, on that day and... You know, it's been a really full, it's been a fantastic summer of cricket, a very busy schedule. But the fact that we're scheduling test cricket um, uh, over the long weekend is, is absolutely reflect, reflective of that. We are also conscious that, that others, including you know, some of our elite female and, and male players, uh, particularly with those with Indigenous backgrounds, you know, it's, a, it's a difficult day for them. So um, what we are uh, trying to do, and what we've done over the last four or five years is it's really to be respectful for everyone and make sure everybody feels you know, absolutely welcome. And, and we just want everyone to come along and, and have a fantastic day. Okay, we've got to... Yeah, it became quite heated. He, he, wanted, <laughs> he wanted Hockley to say, no, the words Australia Day will not be mentioned by our ground announcers, which eventually he did. Yeah. But uh, anyway, look, it, it became quite heated yesterday, but that was Nick Hockley, the CEO. Come and enjoy the cricket yeah. on a long weekend and a public holiday. Okay. Vanessa's here. It's not so much celebrating Australia Day, but on that holiday, whatever you want to call it, come and see the cricket. Okay. All right. And now I've just found out that this is an old polo, old T-shirt. Yes, I'm in, I my, mean, I'm in my teal today, oh. very proudly. You are so lucky. I mean, you, can, you, can even, you can get into your wedding dress, can't you? You can get no, into your old WBBL <laughs> shirt. <laughs> you can. 
Probably your formal dress. <laughs> no, no, none of that. <laughs> but let me give you a clue. I cannot get into one of my Channel 7 jackets. <laughs> well, how good a feeling is it when you buy a new suit that fits? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have you got for us? Where okay, are we headed? Okay, well, look, it's our daily weather watch today. Cyclone wrap. That tropical cyclone, Kiralee, is edging closer to the coast. Not officially yet a cyclone, but it is uh, slowly just edging towards Queensland. They're saying the latest is it could cross the coast as a high-end Category 2 system late on Thursday. The Bureau says it does have the possibility to still develop into a severe Category 3. The uh, crossing area at the moment is between Cardwell and Bowen, but that warning zone extends from Air to Mackay. In the southeast, though, we are get set to get some of the aftermath of the tropical cyclone. We could get about 100 mils of rain. Warnings Australia Day could be the day of impact on Friday. Saturday, though, could also be some heavy rain. So we'll just keep an eye on that as we get closer. Uh, the Gold Coast Mayor speaking out yesterday as well. He says the Gold Coast is at response level three. There's sandbag stations open and uh, they're also just talking about the levels of the Hins Dam. So just keeping an eye on the dam flow as well to avoid any unnecessary flooding. So Look, again, as always, just keep an eye on those warnings, listen out for the latest updates, and we'll be keeping a close eye on that. They can't take a trick, the bomb. Mm. You know, remember the last cyclone or the last flooding? What yep. was it, the devastating weather we had? Yeah, they, Cyclone Jasper. They, they they gave two weeks of warnings, didn't they? And they still were criticised for not having enough warnings. Well, that's oh. right. Some oh. of those oh. local warnings, though, they weren't, you know, they weren't sent out until people were already on their roofs. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I, I sort of, I sort of said, "Geez, they're overdoing this cyclone." And, yeah. In the lead up to it, and then they got criticised. They did. Yeah. You're right. They can't win. And look, we all know and love the kids' show, Play School. You know, a bit yes. of nostalgia. Oh, there. Yeah. There's a bear in well, there. Well, look, it's had a very special guest this week. Let's see if you can pick it. The others looked fit. The others looked quicker. They looked at the sloth and tried not to snicker. The races lined up. Then the starting horn blew. Spike took off fast. Her fairy feet flew. <laughs> Any guesses as I to know. Okay, Do we get don't someone say, to text him? Well, if you want. But they have to be quick. I mean, I'm about to reveal. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, your impatient. Yes. Heels, do you have a guess? Uh, I would say Reese Walsh. No, but not not too far off. Oh no. It's actually Kalen Ponga. Yes. And he's the first NRL star to ever be on Play School. He was on the Storytime segment. So that's a little excerpt of him reading The Speedy Sloth. Um, So some eagle-eyed viewers spotted him on the show on Monday. It will also be replayed as well. He was very, he was quite natural, actually. He he? did a really good job. He kept a straight face. He's there on the couch talking to Big Ted and Little Ted. And he's saying, oh, you know, he asked those bears if they enjoyed running races or maybe they like playing rugby league like (laughs) me. (laughs) So, look, I think it's it's good to see. It's nice to see some uh, an NRL player just, you know, connect with the kids, doing something a bit different, showing a bit of a different side to his personality. I'm, but su- I'm surprised they haven't done more of that. Well, maybe they will from now. Yeah. And apparently he was a big hit with all the Queensland um, film crew on set in oh, yeah. school. Oh, he's okay. a pioneer. Okay. Where does that get filmed, do you know? No. He, uh, he would have got filmed. Sure. Oh, so he lives mm. in I think Sydney. It's, yeah, I think it's Sydney. Yeah. Mm.